kind of the tagline of franchising is you're in business for yourself, but you're not in business by yourself. So unlike a raw or real entrepreneur where you kind of have to know everything, right? You have to come up with the idea, you have to sell, you have to market, you got to manage people, you got to be strong in operations. In franchising, you don't have to have as much broad spectrum uh, skills or as much experience as if you're thinking of going out on your own to be an entrepreneur. Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm so excited to welcome you to another edition of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. We have an amazing show today. Now, here on the Small Biz Chat Podcast, we talk about how to start and grow successful small businesses. And my guests have amazing insight to share from multiple angles. Now, we think of the Small Biz Chat Podcast as a peer-to-peer mentoring opportunity for you. So I want you to listen close, take notes, because my guests are going to give you invaluable advice that is going to help you take your business to the next level. Because here at the Small Biz Chat Podcast, our mission is to end small business failure. Now it's time for me to introduce my guest. Rebecca Monet. She's the CEO and chief scientist of Zorical Profiles. She's fascinated with neuroscience and human performance as it relates to business success. Zorical Profiles offers a suite of customizable psychromatic assessments for brokers and franchisors. Zorical Spot On. It's meta-analysis that provides insight on a singular profile survey, algorithm, or any assessment can. Zorical Spot On determines franchisee franchisor compatibility and predicts performance. Zorical's tool provides brokers a means to engage with and align buyers with businesses wherein they have the greatest likelihood of success. Her website is zoricalprofiles.com. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have a conversation with you, Melinda. Well, listen, you know everything about franchises and everything about how to be successful as a franchisee. So I want to dive in. So tell me, why do you think that franchising is a good business idea versus just, you know, I got this idea, let me start it from scratch? Well, first of all, franchising is a growth strategy. And it really works for numerous reasons. One of which, of course, is franchising is a proven system that a franchisee embraces and leverages to build their own business in their own marketplace. Secondly, franchising is all about brand recognition. So instead of 
creating your own business, having to do all the marketing and creating the brand yourself. Now you have a brand that is an umbrella to you that already has some recognition out in the marketplace. Secondly, I mean, thirdly, I should say, there's a lower failure risk in franchising than if you start your own uh, business. Uh, In fact, the uh, failure rate for entrepreneurship is way higher than anyone would like. In fact, that's your mission is to prevent a lot of that and franchising is a solution to it. So another great benefit of franchising is now you have other franchisees you're working with and you can um, have group buying power, whatever that is, whether it is French fries or printers or whatever it is, you have this group buying power uh, that you're not going to have if you have your own business. There's also consistently greater profits as a franchisee than if you're starting your own business. And of course, less risk, less risk because others have gone before you. They've proven the concept. It's working. You're stepping in and you're embracing and you're leveraging uh, what others have already learned and are already doing. And then the final to me benefit of getting involved in, in franchising is um, the financing. Finding financing for a franchise is much easier than if you come up with a wild hair idea, decide to be a a franchisee, and now you're trying to get funding for your idea. Uh, Bankers, lenders, SBA are very welcoming to anyone that is a franchisee. Now, tell me about how you gained all this knowledge. Like, How did you get into the franchise world? So it's kind of a a, a God-led process, in my opinion. I was actually a therapist, and my entire practice was working with entrepreneurs, was working with business owners. My job was to discover what was preventing someone from growing a successful business, from going to that next level. What was it here in the gray matter that might Uh, prevent that. So that was my fascination. And then one kind of day, one of my clients said, Rebecca, all these things that you're teaching, uh, teaching me, as it relates to, you know, kind of getting out of my comfort zone, going to that next level, can you teach this to a larger group, not just one to one. And so he put together 300 entrepreneurs in a room And it was the first time I got to speak in public. Uh, You know, obviously, it was a nervous wreck, but it was like I had done it a thousand times. I mean, it just went out. It just was uh, a beautiful introduction to the world of uh, public speaking. And then from that, I started traveling all over the world talking about the cycles of success and what prevents that from a values conflict, a belief system, uh, you know, inconsistency strategies that weren't uh, working. And then one day, my as a single parent, I had a couple of teenagers and I was traveling so much and I had one of my teenagers that I needed to have my eyes on a (laughs) a little more often than what I was. And so I uh, knew I had to stop all this uh, travel. And so I went to bed one night and I said, God, what next? I can't travel like this. 
uh, anymore. And I woke up the next morning with two words and it was business broker. And at that time, we're talking 1993, I had no idea what a business broker uh, is. I know Laurie probably does, but I sure didn't. And so I looked it up in the yellow pages. Those yellow pages were on top of the refrigerator. It was a real thick book in San Diego. And I found three business brokers, called each one of them. And I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but God told me to call you. I want to learn everything <laughs> that you do. You don't have to pay me. You know, just I'll follow you on. I work. I'll do whatever. Anyway, long story short, one of those brokers was a franchise broker. In fact, he created the industry of franchise uh, brokering, and now it's quite popular. But back then, he was the first to do just that. And he introduced me to franchising. I introduced him to the world of psychographics and human behavior and what causes some people to succeed, and what causes some people to fail. And I fell in love with the franchising model. Wow, that is an incredible story that I actually had never heard you tell before. So in, in all that you know about franchising, what do people need to know before they jump in, right? Because it's not for everybody either. I agree. Uh, franchising, entrepreneurship in general is not uh, for everyone. So the thing I would suggest when you are considering franchising and you begin to look at various franchise concepts is first you must make sure that you are in alignment with the values of that franchise organization. If you're in alignment with those values, you're going to have common ground, you're going to make similar decisions, you're going to be more harmonious, and you're going to stay longer when you have similar kind of mindset from a values perspective. The next thing you want to consider is where is that franchisor in terms of their stage of growth? There are five predictable stages of growth every business goes through, including franchisors. And you want to know where they are because you're going to fit in one and you're not going to fit in another. Some of us, like me, kind of wild, crazy entrepreneur, I fit really well in an early stage franchise system that's still dynamic and there's not as many rules. And others fit when a franchisor is more further uh, along where they basically just embrace and leverage what we call a plug and play organization. You also want to make sure you're a cultural fit. We've all had experiences in jobs or situations where it wasn't the company, it wasn't us. It just wasn't a good cultural fit. We couldn't get on board with the way they did uh, business, their best practices, the methodologies, the environment. It just wasn't a good fit. So you want to understand uh, the culture of an organization and if you're a good fit. And then, of course, you want to make sure that your personality or what I call a work style, is consistent with what high-performing franchisees within that franchise concept, what their personalities are. So you need to look like and behave similar to what high performers within a franchise organization. And finally, of course, is the one that we always think about, which is core competencies. Are your core competencies, your skills, complementary to the franchisor and their 
strategies and their value package and the way that they do business? Do you bring to the table the kind of business acumen that's necessary to be successful uh, in the business? And each of those need to be there to determine if a, if a franchisor is a good fit and if you're a good fit for franchising. So I, there's a lot that you just said there, but I, but I want to unpack it just a little bit and say, well, how many different kinds of franchise opportunities are there? You'd be surprised. I mean, there's new franchisors coming on uh, every single uh, day. In the U.S. alone, we have somewhere between 4,500 and 5,000 different types of franchises that a franchisee or prospective franchisee could take a look at. That's a lot to kind of sift through to decide what's right for you. Well, let's talk about the money though. So like, I mean, do you got to be 3 million liquid? Like, like to buy into a franchise, you got to be able to buy three McDonald's instead of one? Like what, you know, how does it work if you want to buy into a franchise? You know, the, the money part, Melinda, varies depending on what the franchise is. If it's a home-based man in the van kind of business, then you can get in sometimes for as low as $25,000. If it's a retail space uh, where you have to do a build out and you know the brand is a highly recognizable brand, like you mentioned with uh, McDonald's, now you're going to spend in the millions to get there. So there's a franchise for any budget that someone uh, has. Now, what about the people you need to help you do this? Like you, you do need a franchise attorney, right? Your cousin that's an attorney isn't the right attorney, right? I agree. I, I agree. I think when you're pondering uh, the idea of going into business, especially into franchising, you should have on board an advisor, uh, both a good CPA and a franchise attorney. And I'm going to suggest a franchise attorney because they understand the business model. They understand the contracts. They understand this uh, relationship between the brand and, and you as an independent owner. So find a franchise uh, attorney that can help you along the way and an accountant that also understands uh, the business model. Now, I know I've often heard and seen advertisements for franchises where they say, no experience required. We're going to teach you everything. I mean, Rebecca, is that legit? Like, is it, I mean, if you have no business experience at all, do you have any business buying into a franchise? You know, you got to have some business acumen. There's, there's no doubt. But the kind of the tagline of franchising is you're in business for yourself, but you're not in business by yourself. So unlike a raw or real entrepreneur where you kind of have to know everything, right? You have to come up with the idea, you have to sell, you have to market, you got to manage people, you got to be strong in operations. In franchising, you don't have to have as much broad spectrum uh, skills or as much experience as if you're thinking of going out on your own to be an entrepreneur. And then again, it, it depends on which business you're going in, right? Some businesses, some franchises require that you're an incredible sales and marketing person. Other businesses are more management business or operational businesses 
or businesses where you need to be a good leader of, of a team, right? So you want to pick a business that you have transferable skills from other careers or situations you've been in where you can transfer those skills into uh, a business. But it is definitely a business model that you don't necessarily have to be great at everything because a franchisor is going to be complementary to you. They're going to offload some of the responsibility through their marketing, through their systems, and through their processes to help you succeed. That's their job is to help you succeed. All right. Now, do you suggest calling several franchisees and talking to them before making your final decision to sign on the dotted line? I do. I, I recommend as you start in the process of considering franchising that you have another advisor come alongside you. And that's a good franchise broker. Uh, these franchise brokers can help you look through that 4,500 different franchise concept and using tools like what we offer at Zorical Profiles help you narrow down the concepts where you are a good fit. You share the values, you fit in the stage of growth, you fit in the culture, you have the right skills, you have the right personality. They'll be able to narrow down those options. So I always recommend that you get a broker to come alongside of you. And the broker will tell you as you're talking to various franchisors to speak with a handful of franchisees and each of the concepts that you are researching. The franchisees can give you great insight as to would they do this again and what support are they getting and what's the you know greatest difficulty that they've had. So yes, I recommend everyone considering uh, franchise ownership, uh, talk to other franchisees to get their feedback. All right, Rebecca, what is the best business advice you've ever gotten? You know, as an entrepreneur myself, I'm an inventor, I'm a scientist. I love to solve problems using psychographics, using technology. So someone can throw me a problem and I go, okay, how can we solve this problem using technology and using uh, science? And because I'm a natural inventor, I'm, I was frequently reinventing the wheel. I was frequently customizing our software and doing things that way. So the best advice I got was from franchising itself and one of my early investors in a company that I sold in 2012. And franchising is all about replicating and scaling, replicating and scaling. So I began to look at my business as what can I replicate and what can I scale? And that in turn means what can I do to have reoccurring revenue where I'm not thinking wham, bam, I got to get another uh, client. What can I do to replicate scale and create reoccurring revenue? Not only does it stabilize the business, uh, but it makes it a more sellable business when I'm ready to exit that business. Rebecca, what's your favorite podcast? I'm a little OCD, so it's Franchise Today, where the interviews are super successful franchisors, franchisees, um, and uh, franchise executives. I want to hear their story. I'm always curious about people's story. Love it, love it. All right, Rebecca, what's your favorite business app? 
Well, there's a few of them out there, but specifically it's an app that allows you to record tiny little uh, messages that then you send through an email. I find that when I use my voice instead of typing someone, especially for busy executives, they're going to open up a 15 minute voice message from me rather than an email saying the exact same thing. What's the name of the app? I think it's called JetBot, but I think there's others out there, yes. Okay, love it. Tell me, what is your favorite old school marketing tip? Reputation, right? Reputation and referral relationships. Our entire business is based on resellers and referral uh, partners. So it's a guerrilla marketing, which is building relationships and let others do the speaking for us. All right, Rebecca. What is your favorite business book? Oh, it's between two. Uh, but I think it is uh, another Ken Blanchard book called Lead Like Jesus. Hmm. No better leader in my mind. I, I love it. I love it. I haven't um, read that one, but you've made me interested in it. My favorite business book is Disrupt You by Jay Samet, because he says, if you want to disrupt the world, start by disrupting yourself. Thank you to Chief Scientist Rebecca Monet from Zoracle Profiles. If you are interested in a franchise or just want to find out what kind of business might be good for you, head over to bossquiz.com, her product, and you're going to get an opportunity to get a complete business profile to determine the right business opportunity for you. And thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you're still working on your digital pivot, please check out all of our offerings over at Small Biz Lady University. You deserve to make the money that you need to make online. And we've got all the tools over there to help you with it. And the last thing I want to tell you is I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.